Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. But guess what? We're heard all across the world, wide web. We're really excited that you have tuned in, that you are listening in and checking out this segment of the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, as we always do. We bring you phenomenal guests. Yep, 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 because the goal of the show, the goal of the show is to motivate excite and influence yeah and so that's the type of content that we want and we do bring to you and so shout out to all those that are listening on the phone lines shout out to those that are listening in from facebook hey now from twitter from charvette.com from my mobile app from itunes from an alexa device and from all of our broadcast uh, stations we appreciate you checking us out uh right now so if you're listening live go ahead and Share the link with a friend. Uh, share it on your Twitter, on your Facebook. Listen, I know you're following me, right? Follow me, follow me uh, on um, Twitter, <laughs> twitter.com slash Charvette, and then, of course, facebook.com slash Charvette. And guess what? You don't even have to be a friend. It's a public post, and it's an easy connection point to um, just share about our guest tonight. And so let me let you know who we have coming up uh, in the virtual studio Today, so my first guest is hanging out. I'm going to bring her to the mic momentarily. Dr. Renita L. Webb is joining us. She's a native of Durham, North Carolina. Uh, she's a wife, a mother, a veteran, educator, and minister. Dr. Renita holds degrees from Elon University, Grand Canyon University, Capella University. In her career, she served as a teacher, a coach, an assistant principal, and a principal. But guess what? In life, she serves as a mentor, a minister, a nonprofit organization founder. Yep, yep, yep. So those of you that are uh, nonprofit hands, you're, you're in the right place today. And also president. Uh, and so she's also an author, an author of Stepmom, Trials, Tribulations, and Triumphs. Uh, and I know that uh, some of you that are stepmoms, um, you can definitely tune in and listen in about uh, some nuggets. We'll talk about that. But then in our second segment, we don't want you to move. We don't want you to go anywhere because we do have a precious S. Brown uh, joining us in the second segment on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. She's a certified life coach and writing expert. She's the founder of Precious Empowers Enterprise, uh, which holds uh, Kilgore Publishing and Saved Business Women Rock under its umbrella. She's written and released um, several interactive workbooks. Uh, the first series is titled The Process of Change, Beyond the Bruises, Unlock Your Cap, C-A-P-P, Confidence, Authenticity, Purpose, and Power. We're going to be talking about um, Beyond the Bruises and things of that nature uh, So in the second segment. So you don't want to move. You don't want to move. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right on in. Again, thank you for all those that are tuning in sharing this broadcast, uh, and hello to our podcast listeners uh, as well. You are just as important. So I'm bringing up to the mic um, this dynamic young lady. So uh, Dr. Webb, as I've mentioned, just a brief, brief bio, I'm really excited um, to have her here because her focus nowadays is really around speaking and leadership consulting and training and writing and empowerment um, coaching. And so we're bringing Dr. Webb up to the mic right now live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hello, Dr. Webb. Thank you for joining us. Hello. I am so excited to be here this evening. Oh, we are glad to have you. We are glad to have you uh, wherever you are in the world on this uh, good June. Can you believe it's June already? Oh, my goodness. Well, I am here in North Carolina, and we are having some wonderful North Carolina June weather. It's good and hot and sunny all at the same time. <laughs> All right, that's that's good, that's good. So certainly um, a lover of education, uh, we can definitely tell. How um, how did that all start for you, you know, growing up and just knowing that you wanted to definitely be an educator and teach and, and train people? 
Oh, my goodness. Well, I can tell you it was the one thing I definitely knew I did not want to do. (laughs) (laughs) I come from a family of educators, not my mother, but a lot of my aunts and uncles, teachers, administrators, and I saw everything they went through, and I said, I will never, ever do that. Um, But I was always instilled um, from them, from my mother, from everyone around me about how important education was. So I was always an academic scholar at school. I did lots of extracurricular activities, and my village just very much encouraged me to be excellent in everything that I did. But I thought I was going to be on Broadway. I was a voice Mm. major when I first went to college, yes, and just – Natural performer had been in the church choir since I was two. My mother put me in dance lessons when I was two and did it all the way through high school. And I got vocal nodules my senior year of high school, but still went to college as a voice major. And my sophomore year of college, they came back. (laughs) And my mother told me, yeah, she said, you have four years of money. Figure it out. You will graduate on time figure it out. And I knew I could read. I knew I could write. I knew I enjoyed those things. So I became an English major and thought I was going to be saving money after graduation to go move to New York. And so I became a teacher right away with some formal training, but not much, um, and had a ball my first year teaching. Wow. And also decided that, yeah, decided that year that I was going to get my master's degree, just in case I ever had to come back from New York, I wanted to, if I was going to stay in the education game, I wanted to make some money. So I got my master's degree in education administration so I could be a principal. Well, lo and behold, a few years later, I ended up becoming an assistant principal after I finished my master's degree. And four years after that, I was given the opportunity to open an elementary school and be the very first principal there. And After all of those adventures and all of those years of teaching and school administration, I had a new baby and came out for a year. (laughs) And (laughs) after connecting on Coach Speak and Serve online and seeing, you know, the opportunity to start a business of my own and really also help other educators who don't get what they need all the time as far as support, as far as tools in their belt to be great, I knew I could offer that to others. So consulting, here I came. And right now I'm able to do an interim position at a school and have the opportunity to completely turn it around. Um, So it's been good. It's been very good. Wow, what a journey. Now, I've got to go back to the being a principal at a brand new, you know, fresh, brand new spanking school. (laughs) You know, what was that like? It was the opportunity of a lifetime. No administrator really gets to do that. I mean, literally, there were no walls. Mm. I started in another school, another portion of the school. The school had a middle and high school as well. So I started working in the middle school, and I got to choose every color on the wall, every staff member that ever came, the curriculum that we were going to use. I got to choose all the schedule, everything. I got to set all of the foundation. And that's just, it just never happens for a person who traditionally works in public school. And you just usually get a school and you just take it. But no, right. this was the chance to start totally fresh and really get to leave my mark on a school. It was amazing. Well, I know the students were better for having you, uh, you know, at the helm of, you know, of everything um, that you were able to do in that experience. And Jess, I think it's awesome that you were able to, uh, you know, go from teacher to different levels of administration. Um, in the education yes. field, and so as an educational leadership strategist, you know you have the background, <laughs> you have the credentials um, to be able to say, "Hey, yep, I can help you," and and help with that. And so, in in your travels and over the years, what have you seen um, as far as changes in just leadership, and in that could be in education mm-hmm. or in any other fields that you interact with? It seems like we're in a state and time where people are forgetting that leadership is not so much from the ivory tower. 
you have to get back in the game of actually connecting with your staff. And people, a lot of leaders seem afraid of that. Um, they're afraid that people are going to say you have favorites or you're getting too friendly with your staff or they won't respect you if they don't feel like you're this high and mighty force. But what I've learned in my experience is that when we actually have relationship, my staff works harder for me than anybody else because they care about how I feel and what type of reputation they give me because my staff is a representation of me. And when they know that I care about them, they care about yeah. me, and we care about our organization together, it makes all the difference in the world. And so many leaders have gotten away from it because they're afraid of it. They don't know how to balance it. Um, it's just something that we've got to work on and we've got to get back to. You know what, I think that's in corporate America as well in, you know, banking and financial industries where, you know, leaders, there's there's supposed to be this, un, there's this unspoken rule that you, if you're in management, you know, that you're not supposed to be cool with people under you. <laughs> you know, that you're only supposed to interact with people on your level or, high, or higher if you can. And so... Um, I think that right. you bring up a great, you know, great point. And so which leads kind of into this thought of relational leadership. And so what is what is that? How do you kind of define that? Well, I define relational leadership is beyond just being a servant leader because I'm a servant leader. I, I know my job is to lead people by serving them and leading by example. But relational leadership is really getting to know the people that you're working with so that you can figure out their best um, elements, their best um, characteristics, and be able to highlight those and give them assignments and work that is going to be best for them so you're not putting them in a situation where they're going to fail. And it makes them a stronger part of the team because their teammates know, oh, man, I know she's got that. I know he's got that, and I know what I can add to that. Let me put my expertise in here and really make your staff a team. Um, There's that saying, you know, teamwork makes the dream work, and it seems very cliche, but it's so true. If you can get your staff to work at their best expertise and in excellence every day, then you can have a team of people that are connected to each other, that care about what everybody else is doing and can uplift each other. So they're not so worried about, oh, they're going to take my shine. How can they take your shine? This is your expertise. This is what you bring Mm -hmm. to the table. And as a leader, they know that I'm right in there with them. They're not going to have this anarchy moment because they feel like I don't do anything. They know the role that I play as well because we have the relationship of our team together. That's good. That's good. And what do you say to the person that may be transitioning into a manager role and um, they are thinking about, okay, what do I focus on first? (laughs) What do I? How do I strengthen my leadership? So somebody new in a leadership role, maybe um, uh, elevated internally, or maybe they they came in mm-hmm. from outside of the company and came in in manager level. What would you advice would you give to them? Research, figure mm-hmm. out what is going on. Um, in the position that I, um, the contract that I've gotten recently, I've been kind of silent. I've been there about three weeks, and they have just I've talked to people, of course, getting to know them, getting, letting them get to know me, but they just see me around all the time, and they say, what is she? <laughs> and what I've been doing is looking and listening and taking notes and doing that cycle over and over again every day. And we had our first staff meeting yesterday, and they got to come into the office where I'm working, and I had 15 giant sticky notes up on the wall with all of these information and all of this information, all these categories. And I said, all right, walk the walls and then pick two things. We're going to talk about it today. And they said, oh, my goodness, you've done this in three weeks. Mm -hmm. Yes, because I've been researching. I've been getting to know you. I've been getting to know what you've got going on in your classrooms. I've been getting to know these families. And this is what I see on how we could get to our next level. Because if you're a new leader somewhere, your job is to get that organization or that portion of the organization to its next level. You were selected for a reason. So you need to figure out what's there and then where you can go and where you should go. But you can't get there without research. 
take the time. All it's right. worth it. Take it's worth the time. It. It's worth it. Wow. This is, listen, y'all, this is uh, Oprah's life class right here going on. Dr. <laughs> Renita Webb, uh, any of you that are in leadership, moving into leadership, you have a desire to be at the next level wherever you are. You know, I talked about business, corporate America, but guess what? You know, I'm going to have Dr. Webb talk about um, entrepreneurship as well, and then also nonprofit uh, as well, and then also ministry. So um, we're going to hit all of those. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) if you just tuned in. Hey, it's Charvette Mitchell, and you're listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, uh, but heard all across the world wide web. All right. And so while uh, they are listening, go ahead and give out your um, connections on Facebook and any contact information you have. Well, to get to me on Facebook, you can go to Dr. Renita L. Webb. Um, you can get to my nonprofit, The Refining Life. It's in this The Refining Life on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Dr. Renita, Dr. R-E-N-I-T-A on Instagram for my Dr. Renita page there and on Twitter. Dr. Renita Webb. You can get me on all of those. Um, I love, love, love social media. It's great. You can also check out my website, www.renitawebb.com. Wonderful information about educational leadership and strategies, and even some information about how you can get with me and I can do some trainings for you. You can also check out therefininglife.com. And you can see information about our upcoming women's conference in September. We're going to have a great time getting our minds refined. So we have some wonderful things going on there as well. All right. So check it out, check it out. Uh, and because you all know, listeners, I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, July yes. 14th. So uh, this is a North Carolina show right now. All right. Yes, all right. I'm trying to get and, to Brio. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> yes, yes. We we love to have you. We love to have you. And so let's talk about um, not the nonprofit space that you're in and leadership. I, I see a lot of people who want to start nonprofits or who are starting nonprofits. And so w- what kind of advice do you have from kind of that re- relational leadership angle for those that are starting, you know, or getting a nonprofit off the ground? Yes. One of the most important things, at least for me, when I was starting my nonprofit was to have a team. Um, I had a vision. Um, I literally was sitting in my office at the school. One one evening, it was a tornado warning. I was sitting there, and God gave me a vision for a place where people were coming and getting their lives refined. They were letting go of things. They were learning new skills, and they were becoming better people by letting go of something they walked in the door with. And I spoke with my mentor one day, and I said, I feel like eventually I want to do some conferences, but I just don't know how to start. And she said, why don't you start with a women's conference? I said, are you insane? How do you throw together a conference? (laughs) And this was in April when I had this sit-down conversation with her. And in June, I got the business name. People who are starting a business, a nonprofit, make your stuff legal. Don't just say that's what you are. Go through the process. Make yourself legal. Find what your state needs and go through that process. But went through the state, got the name, got my LLC at the time before we were a nonprofit, and went for it. Um, June got the name. September we had our first women's conference. We had 33 attendees, and we had seven presenters that year. Awesome. Just listen. Just go do it. it. She said, "Just do just, it. Just jump in the water and do, do it. it. Don't be asking all these questions." <laughs> Sometimes Fine. you know what Figure this way is. <laughs> yeah. You just sometimes yeah. you just got to do some stuff. Right. But the thing is, I was able to just do it because I cast my vision to the right people. Mm-hmm. And my team mm-hmm. said, "Oh, that's what you want to do? Sounds good to us." And everybody played their role. And so our relationship with each other was that we all believed in the vision of the organization. We knew what we could bring to the table. We all bought it. We all uplifted each other, and we kept the party going. And success. We, we're getting ready to go into our fourth year. Paid the deposit Ooh. on the place today. <laughs> all right. So this is hot off and the press, late breaking. <laughs> yes. 
So, I mean, September 29th will be year four. And it was because I stepped out on faith, believed in the vision that God gave me. Other people caught the cast. They jumped on the on the string and wrote it up and said, let's do it. And you had a team. You had a team to so utilize the resources around you. Because I bet uh, those of you that are leaders or aspiring to be leaders, you've probably sewn into someone else's life. So now it's time yes. to call call back on that seed. Wow, we need to give you a hand clap. Four years. Come on, let's <laughs> clap it up. Clap it up in the studio. That's good. Yes. That's good right there. All right, so that's the nonprofit side. So you're also a minister. And so yes, um, do you do training, coaching in the space of leadership and relational leadership as it relates to ministry? So what I do is work on teams, um, particularly at the church where we attend right now. And also um, I'm working with an aspiring pastor to talk about what he's going to do when he steps into his pastoral position and starting off with his team. Um, but as a team player within my own church, you know, I talk about how we can work together and continuously inspire our team to do their best. Um, I'm not the head of the ministry there, but what I do is inspire the ministry there um, yeah. and continues, continuously to be a servant leader in my position. I know my role and I stay in my lane. But <laughs> when working with this soon-to-be pastor, um, just talking to him about strategizing what you do when you walk in the door where things are already established, mm-hmm. um, teaching him to research. You know, it, it, leadership doesn't change a lot from place to place. You you have to strategize. You have to get in there. You have to know what's going on. So you don't just jump in there thinking that you're going to make a bunch of changes. That's the quickest way to get booted out the door or have a bunch of people not listen to you. <laughs> right. There, right. There is a culture there. There are traditions there, and there's some things that just don't need to be fixed because they're not broken. Yes, there may be some things that need some drastic changes, but there's something there. That place still exists because something's good there, and you've got to get to the heart of what those great things are and, and shine a light on those. So even when you're making changes, they know that you're gratifying and you're edifying those great things so they don't feel like you're just saying you're throwing out the baby with the bathwater. That is good advice. That is good advice. And so uh, if someone's listening saying, I I need to connect with her, I need to either bring her in and talk to my leaders, or I need to have some one-on-one time, what's the best way for them to do that? Send me an email. I check my email regularly. My phone stays blowing up. (laughs) Send me an email at dhedoc, T-H-E-D-O-C, at D-R-R-E-N-I-T-A-W-E-B-B.com. That is the doc at drrenitaweb.com, and I'll get right back to you. Give me 24 hours, and you should hear from me. All right, there you go. And if you're hanging out on charvet.com, we've got um, the link directly to uh, Dr. Webb's website right there, so you can click there and make all of the connection points. Gorgeous website, uh, I must say. As a um, web designer, it's gorgeous. Well, very well done. I said that means a and lot coming from you. <laughs> Yes, yes. And so uh, we can't wrap this up without talking about your book, Stepmom, Trials, yes. Tribulations, and Triumphs. Now, you know, that could be a reality show. That that's that could Let be a reality show title right there. But they, tell us about they this could book. Just put cameras in our home and that could be a reality show. Let me tell you. Yes. <laughs> but the book, the book was definitely a labor of love and really just my oh, I can breathe moment. Just telling my truth, yeah. my total, honest, awesome truth, my that. Um, and it just speaks to my journey from being a single woman to dating a man who had kids, which was something I said I would never do because I don't do drama, mm-hmm. to becoming an instamom um, on our wedding day. And even before, my, my, my sons took me through a trial period. They used to say, ooh, mommy, ooh, did you hear me accidentally call you mom? Oh, I did. <laughs> That's sweet. Uh, they proposed to me before my husband did. They asked me to be their oh, new mom. Wow. Yeah, oh. about three months into dating. We got engaged six months into dating. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's a journey. And without God, I know I would not have made it through. 
Um, and it, I not only talk about our journey, my stepmom journey, but also the journey of the stepmom, the stepkids, which we don't say step in our house. I'm just mom. They're my sons. They're my favorite oldest and youngest son. Um, but we just, we have to talk about everybody else that's connected to that. I think a lot of people think about going into a blended family and you forget that it's not just the people in your household. You're blending yeah. your your extended family. You're blending your friends and all of their opinions and thoughts about how you should be. Um, but one of our biggest pieces was establishing us. We moved away from the city where we were living in so that we could establish ourselves as a family so it could be us against the world, not totally and completely, but, yeah, that. Um, but it just it talks about the good, the bad, and the ugly of that journey. Um, there probably needs to be a volume two because it's been a few years since <laughs> I've written that, and there have been some updates. <laughs> oh, I know it's it's still good. It's still good. Um, and so yeah, so tell listeners how they can get a hold of that. If you pop on Amazon.com, it is right there, Stepmoms, Trial, Tribulations, and Triumphs. You can also go to my Square Up store and find it there in my online store. Um, either way, if you, go to my, if you go to my Square Up store, I can sign it for you before it gets to you. You go to Amazon, you come find me at an event, I'll sign it for you there. Oh, there you go. And listen, I can definitely attest to your um, servant leadership uh, <laughs> because we had the opportunity to be ambassadors for yes. Epic 20, yes. oh, let me get 16, 2016. 2016. Yeah, a conference hosted by a master business coach and strategist, April Franks Hunt. And, um, and so we had an opportunity to, to serve together uh, during that. And so. And you I know what? It known. was 2017 because I was pregnant. Was it 2017? Yeah, you were pregnant. It was, I was 2017. Pregnant. Yes. <laughs> I just thought about that. You're right. Yes, yes, yes. It was just last year. You were pregnant. You were good and pregnant. Good and that, pregnant. My husband said that was my last trip before I before <laughs> I had to sit down. You were good and pregnant, but, um, you know, I would have never known you were a doctor. You know, I would have never known. You know, some people get a certificate and you can't speak to them without Hello. notice. But, um, yeah, they forget that know. they need to be relational. <laughs> right. So so it was a pleasure to, to, to serve and connect with you. And it came, it had to come back to me because I didn't know, you know, when the, when we scheduled this, this interview with, you know, Dr. Renita Webb. But then when I looked at your pictures, I said, oh, wait a minute, that's the same person. So, <laughs> so, that's, so that was great that I did actually meet you in person and um, we connected. Yeah. So um, it's been great. Our time is up. One more time, just let listeners know how they can connect with you on social media. Yes, please. Facebook, you can find me at Dr. Renita L. Webb on Facebook. You can find my organization, The Refining Life. And The Refining Life is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Dr.renita on Instagram for my Dr. Renita page. And Dr. Renita Webb on Twitter for my tweets whenever they go up. All right, and I have tweeted and Facebook, so if you're following and connected to me, twitter.com slash charvette, facebook.com slash charvette, um, those are easy connection points right there. Well, thank you so much, yes. Dr. Webb, for stopping by the oh, show. I'm glad you. we had the opportunity to feature you. Yes, this was awesome. Anytime. I would love to continue this connection. Awesome. We will. We certainly will. All right, thank you. All right, listeners, we are going to take a quick commercial break, and then up in our second half, uh, my guest is hanging out in the virtual green room right now, so I hope she's enjoying some virtual snacks. Precious S. Brown is joining us. Uh, Precious Empowers, yep, 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 certified life coach, writing expert, founder of Precious Empowers Enterprise. You're going to get to hear all about her and meet her and connect with her, and we're going to do that right after this commercial break. Don't you move. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. 
Does your church or ministry have a website? Are you a local artist or author that has an established web presence? If you answer no to any of these questions, you're letting countless opportunities pass you by. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell Productions was created with your needs in mind. We will provide you with stylish and economical online marketing solutions. From email marketing to your own website, Mitchell Productions caters to ministries, nonprofits, small businesses, and special events. Check out our portfolio at Mitchell-Productions.com. In today's world, a website is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And Mitchell Productions can create your website in a stylish manner at a very economical price. Don't let business, customers, or new congregation members pass you by. Visit Mitchell Productions today at www.Mitchell-Productions.com. Let us showcase your organization to the world. Diabetes is a killer. After I was diagnosed, I didn't feel sick, so I didn't listen to my doctor. Then it struck. I had a heart attack, then a stroke, and I was only 49. Two out of three people with diabetes die from heart disease or stroke. Call 1-800-DIABETES for your free diabetes survival guide. Choose to live. It's not too late. Don't let diabetes destroy your life. A message from the American Diabetes Association and the American College of Cardiology. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back again to everyone that's checking us out here live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Yep, we're broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but we're heard all across the world wide web. Hey to those listening in from Facebook and Twitter and, uh, oh, my goodness, my everywhere. We've got our broadcast stations. We've got Charvette.com, OMG, our mobile app listeners are future iTunes listeners, we say hey, and those that may be listening in from an Alexa device, we appreciate you as well. And so you know, the goal of this show is to motivate, excite, and influence, and we're going to keep it rolling with our second segment. Uh, I'm really excited to be bringing up to the mic Precious S. Brown. Yep, yep, yep. She is a certified life coach and writing expert. She's the founder of Precious Empowers Enterprises. Uh, under the helm of that is Kilgoy, Kilgore, excuse me, publishing and saved business women rock. She has written and released several interactive workbooks, and she is here today to chat and just share with our listeners. And I'm really excited. I'm bringing her up to the mic uh, live right now. Um, hello, Precious. You are live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. How you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me on. Awesome. We are glad to have you uh, on the show. And listen, I think you're Facebook live and all that good stuff. So we are. Yes, I am. <laughs> listen, this is how we do over here. This is how we do it. And so I'd love for our listeners and those that are watching and listening just to hear more about you and kind of how you got started with just this empowerment movement. Well, it started about eight years ago, and I had went through a near-death experience, um, and I had to really have a come-to-Jesus talk, so to speak. (laughs) And what happened, uh, my ex-husband tried to kill me, and I, um, thankfully, I, I lived through that, and after which I went on a deep search for why I was still here because there had to be a reason why God kept me here and I wanted to know what it was. I had always asked that question, but I never really pursued it. So after that point, I started pursuing, why why am I here? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing that I'm apparently not doing? And how do I get to get the momentum behind it so I can do what I was called to do. And through that, through that um, soul search, so to speak, um, is how everything just kind of unfolded. I started 
seeking God more and more, and he just started to reveal different things that he was calling me to do. Some of them I didn't do right away. I just kind of pulled back, and then others, you know, just kind of added on as the journey pursued. Um, Precious and Powers originally was called Power in You, and that is because I had to identify with the power, the God-given power that I had on the inside of me, and I wanted to encourage other women to do the same. And in that initial launch, um, I was doing just that. I was, you know, speaking with women. I had written the process of change, so to help them move through their their life processes, overcoming those struggles, you know, those even the self-inflicted ones, you know, the ones that we um, have low self-esteem, low confidence, mm-hmm. not thinking we're pretty or what whatever your struggle. You know, we all have to pick our poison. So whatever the struggle was for them, I was encouraging them to come over it while in, encouraging myself because I was going through the process too. So that's how it all got started, and it just kind of grew from there. And it grew from there. And here we are, you know, international speaker, international mm-hmm. best-selling author, transition catalyst, a power coach. Uh, so let me just applaud you for not, you know, crawling under a rock and just saying, you know, hey, this is what happened to me in life, and, you know, I'm just going to be here but disappear. But um, right. decided to lean in and to also help others. And so in your journey and as you've been working with women and in clients, what are some things that people, you know, struggle with as far as that catalyst piece, like, you know, getting started? What are, what are people struggling with? The, the the greatest struggle I see, especially for us as African-American women, is believing in yourself. You know, we've been conditioned to um, – go to school, get a job, get married, have kids, raise kids, you know, and that was the, the, the norms of the society's success. And in my journey, what I see is that we are stuck in that mindset. And a lot of us are single moms, you know, so we didn't do the get or did the get married part and then divorced or whatever happened to that piece. But we are, we have to break that condition that conditioning and that mindset. And so believing in yourself really causes you to look at yourself, look at the inner me, which is normally your worst enemy, right? Mm, so uh-huh. in in <laughs> in doing that, allowing that time to say, okay, these are the things that are not serving me well, and then these are the things that I do well or that I can serve other people with. And then you begin to build your confidence and build your self-esteem and build you up. So many times we look for outside pats on the back or outside influences to get us to feel good about ourselves. When in all actuality, we can do it ourselves. We just have to believe. And that belief is the the starting chain, the, the start, the catapulting of that mindset shift. That is good. That's good right there. And, you know, that's a perfect segue, actually, to chatting about um, Beyond the Bruises, Unlock Your Cap, Confidence, Authenticity, mm-hmm. Purpose, and Power. And so what made you say, you know, you've gotten a lot of book, you've written a lot of books and all of that. What was, for you, the catalyst for this particular book? Well, for that book, it, it was just a combination of, you know, I, I scroll on social social media, you know, to mainly get content, keep it real. <laughs> and I just kept seeing, I kept seeing where women were things and it didn't show them in the best light. You know, I'm a people watcher mm-hmm. and I can um, look at you and just, you know, kind of measure things up. I'm not 100% right all the time, but for the most part, I can read between the lines of a statement. And I was seeing right. a lot of low self-esteem, um, people hiding behind masks, um, not understanding their power, really just flailing in the wind, not understanding their purpose. And I said, hmm, how can I bridge this gap? How can I get 
women to understand and see that they can be confident, they can be authentic, they can walk in their purpose and be very powerful and have a powerful impact. And then I became, I um, began writing that particular book, and then I was a keynote speaker at Ibrews Easley uh, a conference for domestic violence. And in that, I saw so much of the same thing that I had already been writing about. And I was like, I have to get this word out. And I created a program, launched it as a beta course, and just kind of work with the women to so that they understand these. We have so much on the inside of us. We have so much on the inside of us, and it's going to waste because, one, we don't believe in ourselves, and two, mm-hmm. we we don't know how or where to start or how to start and how to get the, the ball rolling. So what I do is help them get that ball rolling. And what I say is I help women break through their been through. So that thing that you've been through that you think you see it as a roadblock, I see it as a hurdle. So let's jump this hurdle so you can keep the keep your stride and jump the next hurdle. Because hurdles are going to continue to come throughout life. So that is but wait, you gotta say that, that statement again. Came. You gotta Which say one? that again. <laughs> breakthrough. Breakthrough your business. Break- yes, that's good. Somebody needs to tweet and give Precious the credit for that. That's that's about yeah. perspective, right? It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. All about perspective. And when you see you in a different light, then you're able to see your life in a different light. You'll see your children in a different light. You'll see your family friends, your career, your purpose, everything begins to shift. But you have to change that perspective. And until you do, everything will remain the same. And that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over, thinking you're going to get a different result. No. Once you shift your mindset, then you'll get a different result. But as long as you stay in the mindset in which you already are, you're going to get the same results that you've always got. Time for a shift. If you just tuned in, hey, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. Listen, we are here chatting it up with Precious S. Brown. Uh, and listen, my best friend, Precious Carter in uh, in Maryland, she's right. listening. Um, Hey, girl, hey. And uh, we're chatting up here, Precious Empowers. Uh, I want to shout out um, Tanya, who's listening from Facebook, and she said, believing in yourself causes you to look at yourself. Thanks, Tanya, for listening and commenting uh, on the show as well. And so when we think about confidence, I love these four. So confidence, authenticity, purpose, and power. Confidence. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about confidence first. A lot of times, and I say this often, a lot of times people see somebody that's quote-unquote confident, and they feel that person is confident in every area of their life. Do you agree right. or disagree that when you when people are confident, it, it could be areas of their life versus holistically they're confident at everything? Um, I believe it, it depends on the person. Now, mm-hmm. confidence, it took me a while to be confident in me. Um, I was confident in what I did professionally, because I knew that. I knew it mm-hmm. in my sleep. I could do it, you know, and I could share and I could teach people. But I didn't know me, so I wasn't confident in me. So it really depends on the person. Some people at this point in stage in my life, I'm confident in every area. Do I waver sometimes and think, mm, I don't know if I can do that? Yes, I do. But guess what? I have to keep pushing forward, and those things that frighten me give me even more motivation to go after them. So some people are confident in every area, some are not. It's just It just really depends on the person. And that's one thing that I, um, I am very different from most coaches because I individualize. Even though I may do a group program, I'm going to speak with each client to see exactly where they are and where they need their breakthrough. Because if you group it all together, some may not get something because that's not what we were, what they're focused on. Yeah. So it just really depends on the person. And so how can people pick up a copy of Beyond the Bruises? Beyond the Bruises is on my website at www.preciousempowers.com along with all the other books. <laughs> 
that <laughs> everything one, is right. Um, all of the all of the workbooks are um, a part. They uh, coincide with a program. You don't have to take the program, but you get more impact when you do. Um, mm-hmm. So beyond the bruises, the book it will walk you through some things. The teaching part of it you won't receive with just the book, but it is on the website. All right, that's good right there. And for you know, for beyond the bruises. Does this apply to any type of bruise in life, or are you specifically targeting, you know, domestic violence um, survivors? No, 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 no. It is definitely any area of life. I had to get, um, and I always go back to me because I believe charity starts at home. So I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to check me in order to help someone else. So um, at one point in life, there was a, fan, a financial issue um or three <laughs> that I had and I had to I had to get confident in understanding that I could be a good steward over what God had blessed me with. And that was a process as well. So it just it however you want to apply it, you being confident in your relationship, in your money, in you, in your spirit, and all of that can be Reviewed through the through the Beyond the Bruises workbook. Okay, good, 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 good. So, broad application there, broad application there. And so, um, you, as we mentioned, you're a speaker, international speaker. Do you have any um, upcoming events of anything of that nature that you want to shout out? Um, well, I do have a couple local things that I am working on. Um, one is a tea. Um, I believe it's going to be in October at my church, at First Baptist Church in Mount Morris, um, but we haven't finalized that yet. Um, other than that, I'm not doing much speaking right now because I'm really focused on um, my core of women that I have and mm-hmm. getting the Beyond the Bruises anthology. Um, it's going to be called I Rise. Living Beyond the Bruises. In that book, I am putting a lot of me into it and working with the co-authors to make sure that this is a true foundational self-help book on how to overcome those hurdles in life. We're going to give some how-tos. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us about that. Tell us about the anthology. Now, is it closed? Do you have all of the authors that you need? Oh, no, I don't. I'm actually looking for more co-authors. Um, I want it to be 20 women. And like I said, it's going to be stories of rising and living beyond the bruises, whether it's financial, spiritual, mental, emotional, um, whatever testimony you may have. Because, you know, we all have similar stories, but they're all vastly different because we're all different, right? So. Yeah. All of those stories are going to come together, and we're going to give the backdrop of the story, the actions we took to overcome the hurdle, and the lessons that are learned. And in that, we're going to share that with women across the globe and in hopes of giving them a resource to begin that process in them of rising above and living beyond the bruises whatever bruise that may be for you. Oh, that's good. This is an excellent opportunity for someone who, you know, has lived beyond the bruises and Mm -hmm. they want to write, but, you know, an entire book feels very daunting. And so Mm -hmm. this is an opportunity to kind of partner up with other people. And so how would a listener find out more about that opportunity? Um, they can go to bit.ly slash b-t-b-a-a-p-p-l-i-c-a-t-i-o-n. And that's B-T-B is for Beyond the Bruises, and then A is Anthology Application. So that is the link. I'll also post it online um, so that – or they can – Go to my page, Precious S. Brown, on Facebook, and I post it on on every single video I do um, just to get the word out because I really do want a a 
different array of stories because at this point for me, it's not just about African-American women. I love me mm-hmm. some us, right? But right. <laughs> other people have I, other people have stories too. And the way they overcome is different from how we may overcome or how, you know, what the norm is. So I want to bring in a broad array of women so that we can get a lot of different ways to um, have life application so we can move forward. It's time for us to break life cycles and be free so that we're able to um, rise to what God is calling us to do in this earth because purpose is your divine assignment. Yes. And if you leave this earth and have and you have not fulfilled that divine assignment, so much potential leaves here with you. I've heard so many times that saying a graveyard is full of potential and ideas. Yeah. That's so true because we don't get it out of us. So this book I am really focused on it and I am I really want it to um go to another level of anthologies. I know there's a lot of books out there and there's a lot of different things, but, you know, this could also be for an author who's already published and just wants to expand their reach, you know, reach an audience that they may not have been able to reach on their own. And it's just so many different opportunities. I've packaged it with um, news articles and um, uh, magazine articles, and we're going to do some radio shows and it's just a lot in it, and because I want more and more and more of us to rise and live beyond the bruises. All right, there you have it. Uh, you heard it here live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, your personal invitation uh, from Precious Brown, preciousempowers.com. And I do want to reiterate, you are an author and publisher, so you yourself have several books under your belt. I'm going to actually let you mention all of them. And then also you have published books for clients. And so as far as working with you on an anthology, you bring to the table expertise. And so uh, tell the listeners the other books that you have available they can go pick up on your website. Um, uh, The Process of Change is a three-workbook set, and that is the first one is a look at me. It does the deep dive for, for your inner self, that inner me that enemy I was talking about. Um, The second one is love yourself, and the third is moving forward, which is the forgiveness, near and dear to my heart, because I believe everything starts with forgiveness, forgiving yourself as well as others. Then there's the Beyond the Bruises, um, Unlock Your Cap. And then I am a part of the Courageous Woman, What is a Courageous Woman anthology. That is also there. Um, the two anthologies that I've already produced, Transition One, Create the Life You Desire, is about business um, women that decided to take the leap, basically is what we did, left our nine to five and created the life we desire in entrepreneurship. And then the second one is Transition 2, Ashes Immunating Beauty. And that is about um, women that have overcome different life obstacles, such as um, biracial marriage, um, physical, emotional, mental abuse, um, and just how they did that. You know, it, it went more in-depth in their story. One of them is on people-pleasing. It went in-depth on their story and only gave a few um, how-tos or lessons learned. And that's why on I Rise, Live Beyond the Bruises, we are going to do a deep dive more of how do I overcome. We're going to identify clearly what the issue is, whether it's rejection, shame being ashamed or embarrassment or whatever it is, low self-esteem, low confidence, whatever, identify what that is, tell you how to overcome it, and then the life lessons or the um, ways you can know you've reached your goal. So those are all on, on my website. 
All right, check it out, listeners, preciousempowers.com. Check it out, check it out. And if you're listening from charvette.com, uh, that's an easy connection point right there on the page you're listening at. You should be able to look down with your beautiful eyes and see the link to go directly <laughs> to the website so you don't have to even struggle. Uh, and then certainly for those that are listening from Facebook, there are easy connection points there as well. And so, Precious, what keeps you motivated? The goal of this show is to motivate, excite, and influence and and we want to know what keeps you motivated. I stay motivated knowing that I'm here to help others. I am here mm-hmm. to empower and impart in the lives of women so that they can become who they were called to be. That is really why I do everything that I do. There is not a time that I don't get I do get frustrated. But it's not a time that I, when I am frustrated that I don't say, okay, Precious, focus on the assignment. I keep the right. assignment in the front of me at all times because knowing the assignment and understanding the, one, the impact, and two, the responsibility of the assignment that I have, that keeps me going. That says it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what you're thinking. It doesn't matter what is going on in your personal life. I need you to show up. And for me, it's more about not disappointing God because he gave me this assignment. So that means he trusted me enough to say, this is for you, daughter, and I don't want to disappoint him. So that is really what keeps me motivated. Because believe me, I want to throw my hands up sometimes. <laughs> but I know, I know that that is, not, that is not a part of the plan. And I refuse to give up. Part of the plan. Well, I love it, and I'm excited that we had a chance and an opportunity to feature you here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, uh, and just wish you much more continued success with uh, all of your endeavors and everyone you're helping. Oh, thank you, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. I, I don't take it lightly, and I pray that someone that's listening receives some value. Yeah, I am positive that positive that they did. Thank you so much again for stopping by the show. No problem. You have a good evening. All right, you too. All uh-huh. right, listeners, I'm telling you what, from the first segment to the second segment, uh, we just brought it to you today. So we started out talking to Dr. Renita Webb, relational leadership leader. If you think you're a leader, you want to be a leader, uh, make sure you check out that segment. You can always go back uh, on charvet.com and check out any of our live shows they turn into podcasts after we wrap up and then certainly uh, here chatting with Precious Brown um, your confidence level should be up should be higher so connect again both of our guests their full bios are on our website charvette.com and you can find out more about them but I also want to invite you and remind you some some of you have heard this before I have a two week Facebook marketing boot camp that's starting on Monday June 11th. Um, You'll get to spend two weeks with me. I'm going to send you an email every day and give you a strategy um, and a tip of what to post on social media. We're going to have live Zoom sessions and live teleseminars that will help you learn how to boost your visual brand on Facebook and put it in the spotlight so the right buyers will find your products and services uh, irresistible. One thing that I'm complimented on often is just visually how I appear online, and so I want to peel back the covers and pull some strategy out of my head to help you with your Facebook marketing because, believe it or not, how you appear visually and the things that you post um, put a perception in people's mind, and that perception is around your value, the value of your service and your product, the price of your service and your product and what you bring to the table. Uh, And so we're going to be covering um, creating Facebook covers and creating branded social media graphics, um, 25 Facebook posting strategies and ideas. Uh, We're going to give you a a, – get your your toe stepped in the water on boost posts for Facebook – um, advertising just to just to get you in you know in the water there with that uh, and again June 11th you can go to joincharvette.com very simple joincharvette.com and register see more details even listen to a quick audio message from me when you get there joincharvette.com and we start 
Monday. We start Monday uh, with this two-week Facebook marketing boot camp. You get to spend two weeks with me. Uh, be, you know, be, before the trips start, before, you know, all of the hubbub with what are you doing with the kids for the summer and all that, listen, you don't have homework anymore. <laughs> you're, you're, going, you're about to be on, taking a break from having to do or help your kids do their homework. I say having to do, but I'm going to say helping your kids do their homework. So invest two weeks in yourself. Invest two weeks in your business um, and invest two weeks in your product or your service. And this small investment um, will definitely pay for itself uh, in return. And so that's joinsharvet.com. All right, all right, all right. As always, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, we love you guys, and we are always bringing phenomenal guests. And so keep it locked. Listen, you can go ahead um, to iTunes and subscribe to the iTunes um, podcast. Some people, I have a lot, uh, actually, who listen kind of on the go and when they can, and so they keep up with the show. So I'm waving virtually at you guys uh, that may not be listening live, but you are always um, checking us out um, when you can. We appreciate you for that. And so charvet.com is where you want to go to learn more about that. And also, don't forget, I'm going to be in North Carolina. I know we had some listeners that were tuning in from North Carolina because our first guest was from uh, the North Carolina area. So join me. Yeah. Uh, hey girl, hey dot biz, and all of this you can just go to charvettemitchell.com for everything I'm mentioning. So if you're like Charvette, what did you say? Charvettemitchell.com is an easy, easy connection point. Um, so you can come to my pop-up workshop that's going to be in North Carolina. We're going to be at the Brio Tuscan Grill. July 14th. So if you're in North Carolina, Tri-State, uh, listen, we're going to be in Raleigh, but if you're in Winston-Salem, Durham, Cary, North Carolina, in that space, join me in um, Raleigh, North Carolina, July 14th. You can pick up your registration um, ticket for that. Uh, and so again, charvettemitchell.com will just get you to all of these places and all of these offerings, uh, service offerings that we have available for you. All right, so it's a wrap for today. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And we appreciate everything that you do to help keep this show moving forward. We're going to see you later. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.